0: What's going on, folks? You are tuning in to the Y Arts Podcast, proudly presented to you by the YMCA's Art Center of Frederick, Maryland. We aim to highlight and tap into the art scene of Frederick County, helping the community discover and be inspired by local creatives. On this episode, we feature Jillian Abir McMaster, who is a full-time artist-photographer based in Frederick. Graduated from Shepherd University with a major in photography, McMaster experimented with alternative photography in class, and utilizes these processes in her current work. We uncover the evolution of her creative process and artistic expression through her series of work and choice of subjects. If you like this episode, feel free to share with a friend and follow the Why Arts podcast for more content. Enjoy the show. Hey there folks, you're listening to the Why Arts Podcast. I'm your host and local creative Jasmine Vellante, and on this show we have Miss Jillian Abier McMaster. Hi, thank you
1: for having me. Thank you for coming in. Miss um, Jillian, please tell you, tell a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm a photographer from Frederick. Um, I got my photo degree from Shepard in 2017, Shepherd University. Um, I mostly do um, digital portraiture, um, and I also do cyanotype printmaking, which is a historic photographic process, alternative process. And I do scanography, which um, is a photographic, like an alternative photographic process using a document scanner as a lens. That's really cool. How did you get into scanography? So I got into scanography um, when I was in college. Um, and same thing with cyanotype as well. Um, it was just two processes that we were learning about and experimenting with. Um, and I kind of took it and ran with it later mm-hmm. in like after I left school Um with scanography, we all sort of started out with just laying things on the document scanner bed um, and making a flat image. And I started to experiment with moving the subject matter down the the scanner bed as the light went down, um, and it created some really sort of like trippy, glitchy imagery. Yeah, what's your current photography process like? So uh, my current photography process, um, I kinda do a few different, like really, very vastly different things. Mm-hmm. So um with my uh portraiture, um, a lot of what I focus on um is I, I tell my subjects to um feel feel their strength and to really like channel their inner strength. Um I use natural lighting, um, and, um, I try to do like a lot of, um, when I'm directing poses, um, kind of, I don't want to say rigid, but, but just, you know, but strong poses, um, just to kind of get the idea across that, you know, people know their, their worth and their power and, and the love and respect that they deserve. So. For example, um, I'm doing a a portrait series of queer relationships and queer love. And so that is what I tell my subjects. I am like, you know, no one can mess with you in this moment. Mm -hmm. Like show that strength and love and like the power to overcome. And and so then that's how I get um, the photos with um, that series specifically. Um, And then with my um, cyanotype process, um, a lot of that is sort of, I'm almost leaving things up to chance in a sense um, because there's a lot of different um, factors with making cyanotype, um, like how you coat the paper with the cyanotype chemicals, how long you expose it for the power of the sun, um, you know, the translucence of your subject matter. And um, a lot of the times you don't know exactly what you're going to get. So mm-hmm. that. I always think of like cyanotype as like da da almost because it's just like so up to chance. Um, um, do yeah, you and-
0: like this the way that it's up to chance with the cyanotypes. Or mm-hmm. at first, was it more like oh, it's not coming out right?
1: Like, um, I I do like the way it's up to chance or. It's, yeah, up to chance. Um, I do like that, um, though sometimes I do wish I had more control over it. But... I am like kind of a control freak, and so I think it's healthy for me to, <laughs> to have things be sort of like left up to chance in a sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel you. I mm-hmm. feel like
0: it's kind of nice to let the art speak for itself in mm-hmm. that way. Um, I see that a lot with watercolor work too, kind mm-hmm. of relating how sometimes you have to push that watercolor inward and let it do its thing mm-hmm. rather than to have that borderline controls, um, I think it's a hard balance to kind of maintain, yeah. but <laughs> we, we're working
1: with it. Mm-hmm. We work with it. Definitely. Where has your work been shown? So um, I've had um, two solo exhibitions at the Della Plain mm-hmm. Arts Center. Um, one was um, in 2018. It was actually my senior capstone series, Majesty, and it was um, six 24 by 36 um, portraits in the studio, actually. And they were intended to be um, in the style of classical painting, um, kind of like renaissance painting. Like, like where like, they're in a, a chair and there's
0: like one singular table with one singular book and they're wearing royalty. I wish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, or, I... <laughs> well, what do you mean then? So, um, they... I feel like I was kind of like channeling Rembrandt lighting Um, and it more so um, in the, like the, the general, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the feeling, the, the look, um, the lighting, the mood of, of um, like a Baroque painting. Okay. Um, But my subject matter, um, my... My series was about um, like queer femme women um, Mm -hmm. and um, non-binary people um, and sort of showing, like giving them that that power um, that you would see in portraits um, in classical painting. And so I had um, my subjects um, shirtless, but, but still concealing themselves Um, and I just had one octagonal, um, light box above them. And so I had just like these giant portraits. So that was my, my first solo show. Um, and then this past November, 2022, um, I had my With Teeth exhibition at the Double Plane, Um, and then I had a solo exhibition um, at the Griffin Arts Center behind the Noma Gallery downtown of my Cyanotype series that I made at Foxhaven Farm this past summer as part of my artist residency there. How mm-hmm. has
0: it been going from your first
1: exhibition to the ones that you're producing today? Um, my work has... Has definitely, I mean, it's changed, which is great and to be expected. Mm-hmm. Um, that first series I I did, um, that was really like the first series of work that I produced in an actual series. Um, it took yeah. me a little bit of, of time to, like, like my professors would always tell us, like, make work in a series. And I just never <laughs> understood why until I did that. And it's just, yeah, it tells a story, um, which feels like a no brainer now (laughs) now that I'm saying it out loud I'm like duh um but um I mean physically I that series I made in a studio um and now I pretty much never work in a studio and I I kind of did that out of necessity like now I don't work in studios because I don't have access to a studio but now I it's it's almost like that sort of like lack of control again Mm -hmm. um in the studio, you can control every single thing. Yes. But when you're outside, um, you're kind of relying on the weather and making the best out of a, like a weather situation if it's not your ideal. So um, physically, I have moved from inside to outside. Um, but um, I mean, even like looking back on that series, like the message of that series, Majesty, is really similar to the queer um, love portrait series that I'm doing now, which surprised me. Myself, <laughs> when I thought about it, I was like, "Oh, maybe my like ideals These haven't really are changed so <laughs> much." <laughs> um, but um, I think that the the way I interact with my subject matter is is different now. Um, i have? Oh,
0: go ahead.
1: Oh well, no, no. I, I was going to ask, how have you grown? Yeah, I feel like I um, have become more um, confident in. Myself as an artist and as sort of like a director, Mm -hmm. um, being able to properly um, tell people how to channel their emotions or their feelings and um, to show like that strength that I want to portray in the photos. Um, I think I've had an easier time doing that as I've grown as a photographer. Do you see yourself having the
0: creative process with intention of what the viewer may see or a creative process with more of an intention of what you want to create?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely keep in mind um, what the the viewer is going to experience. Mm -hmm. With my With Teeth exhibition, um, I wanted to scare people. Mm. (laughs) I wanted it to be like this really jarring, grotesque imagery. Because in that series... um, I'm channeling like a lot of anger. So the the With Teeth series, the imagery in that is like my smiling mouth and I'm like smiling with teeth. And um, it's, it's weird to see a smile, something that is supposed to be friendly and happy and nice in like out of context Mm -hmm. and so in a lot of these images it's just my smile on a black background like and no other facial features um there is one where my eyes are there but the eyes out of context are very scary too so the um, that whole series is um about um um street harassment and um, misogyny and um, being literally being told to smile. And Mm -hmm. so the response is smiling with teeth in this sort of like foreboding, like animalistic way. Um, So in, in that series I had the viewers um, viewing experience heavily in mind, like in the forefront of my mind when I was making it. Cause that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to scare people and like make them be like, what am I looking at? What's happening? Um, And, with my other portraits like my Queer Love series, um, and just just other portraits that I do, I want to use that beautiful natural light to really show the strength of my subject. and it's it's just beautiful, it's visually beautiful, in my opinion. <laughs>
0: I'm like looking at this in one, my like, opinion oh, wow. too. I've, I've, oh, thank I've, you. I follow you on Instagram, so I'm just like, okay, this is cool. Thank this you. Is nice. Oh, that's my friend <laughs> Kylie. Like that's Yeah. So I I see what you mean. Um, and hearing more of your story from the background idea and concepts of what the, your your series is, I see not just empowerment of oneself and one's love, but also just the the claim to who you are and what you identify as. Mm-hmm. I think that part's awesome too. Thank you. Thank you. What kind of projects are you currently working on?
1: So right now I'm kind of um, veering away from what I normally do. I'm working with cyanotype still, but mm-hmm. I am working on a series exploring Catholicism. Um, I was raised Catholic and now I am um, exploring the idea of Catholicism and the experience and the theatrics of Catholicism through um, my adult atheist queer lens. So I'm working a lot with um, rosaries as subject matter, um, using them in assemblage and um, using cyanotype more in like a, um, also, also kind of assemblage, almost like, not really a mural, but using like small pieces of cyanotype imagery and putting them together to make a giant, sort of, Mm -hmm. uh, like, a larger-than-life image, um, which is, I feel like, a lot of, like, the visuals in Catholicism.
0: (laughs) Yeah, are you collaging these together? Or Mm -hmm. um, you've mentioned assemblage. Are
1: you, like, taking parts of the rosary, dissecting Mm -hmm. them, putting them together? So what I'm doing right now, so I've been making cyanotype prints of the rosaries, and then I've also um, been, like, Beading, like threading the rosaries together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Has yeah. that been a challenge for you? It has been um, time-wise. <laughs> yep. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> I like signed myself for like the longest art project possible. Um, I've been working on it for months. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, other than. Well, it's interesting because like I have never really worked with too much with sculpture before in any serious sense. Mm -hmm. And so I have kind of like challenged myself and like have these like inner battles because part of me wants to go down like my photography route and, you know, like over um, this past winter, a lot of what I did was I went to, um, like, churches and I photographed the insides of churches and, um, like, other Catholic spaces. And so then I have these, like, straight photographs and then I'm, like, thinking about, oh, well, like, I don't know, this straight photograph will kind of be weird next to this, like, funky assemblage of colorful rosaries. So mm-hmm. it's hard in the sense that I'm, like, what, what's the best... Medium to portray or to convey, um, you know, what I'm trying to discover about myself and like the way I was raised and and all that. So that's challenging. Trying yeah. to like on like the media. The media is is challenging. I'm trying to decide, you know, what's the best way to get this message across. Mm-hmm. Or
0: how are you handling everything? Is there parts of you that gives you life?
1: Is there parts of you that burns you out? Um, yes, I mean. The parts of my work that give me life—it's my ability to express my anger in in a digestible way. Mm-hmm. Um, my with teeth series—that gives me life because I'm able to show, like, I mean, everybody. is kind of angry and, um, you know, and artists have been like showing how angry and angsty they are since the dawn of time. But um, yeah, it's just like a digestible way for me to, to show my anger and to express it into, to to sort of elicit a reaction um, that I am not able to do day to day. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's how I'm getting life from that, which is kind of funny to be angry and get life from it. but, um, and then my my burnout has been just doing a lot, a lot of cyanotypes. Long mm-hmm. process um repetitive imagery. So that's why I'm trying to push push it, push the boundaries of cyanotype within my own work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's that been for you so far? Um, it's it's been fun. I have been doing like working with digital negatives, taking my digital photos and printing them on transparencies and seeing how I can do that and um with my with teeth exhibition, I would say that's probably like the, the most experimental series of work I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy using like scanography, getting an image from from that, turning it into a negative and making a cyanotype from that. And so I, I liked like the layering of all these different processes. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. about to
0: say I took note of like the different ways that you've been able to make a Almost like, a, I think the word's conglomerate mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome to see that you are putting in that education background, too, mm-hmm. of where, where you're coming from and what you've majored in. Mm-hmm. I'm currently in college, so I'm just like, okay, I could piece this. I could mm-hmm. do that. But it's it's awesome seeing it kind of like, for me, in a future sense, mm-hmm. that you are using the skills that you've seen and done before, mm-hmm. and they aid you. To what you want to do now? Mm-hmm. I, Definitely, I really like yeah. that you've evolved in that way.
1: Thank you, and I will say that like once you leave college, it's easier, <laughs> to, <Yeah. laughs> to work on your art. Because I was even thinking back, like I found, like I recently found a ton of my projects from school. Mm-hmm. Like drawings, and I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't draw. And so I'm, like, I'm looking back on that, and I'm like, oh man, I just like, w- like once you leave school, you know, you work on what you're passionate about, mm-hmm. and it's really nice. <laughs> Would you say that you're living your best artistic life right now? I am in a better space than I've ever been. Yeah. But I hopefully, I don't think I've peaked yet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any like goals that you want to achieve? Um, I really, I, I mean, yes, I have tons. I have tons of goals. Yeah. yeah. Um, something that I really want to do is I want to have um, a solo exhibition, um, like in a, in a bigger city, mm. um, which I think is achievable. I just really need to. Um, sometimes I have issues like with myself with um, like editing work in the sense that like choosing like m- like making work in a great cohesive series um, that really, you know, says something important that many people can relate to. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just like me doubting myself, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. So I would, yeah, I would love to show this, um, this Catholicism series. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet, but I'm hoping not to make it something too corny, yeah. but <laughs> just Catholicism series. Um, but I'm hoping to show that to a wider audience. So
0: yeah, I feel mm-hmm. you. I feel you.
1: What is some advice you'd say to emerging artists? Um, I would say first of all, never give up, because that's how you like like don't quit because mm-hmm. then <laughs> because then you're done, um, and then you're not going to improve if you quit. Um, and then my other word of advice is to make the space for yourself. If you are for whatever reason, and there are a lot of reasons that uh, like an existing. Art space or arts scene or arts community would feel the need to exclude you, you know, make your own space. um, And everybody, every artist should have a DIY show. Um, It's a rite of passage to do a DIY show. Um, So that's absolutely my word of advice. Yeah.
0: I haven't done the latter part of what Mm -hmm. you said yet. So I'm definitely taking your Mm -hmm. advice and hopefully
1: um you might come to that <laughs> absolutely absolutely i am there i'm there i saw your show um at east side oh yeah, Gallery. yeah yeah and that was really nice it was, it was nice, to see, nice to see um that series um like that that group of artwork in mm-hmm. a space like that
0: mm-hmm. yeah i plan to also take your advice on creating a series of things mm-hmm. i feel like i've done like a one and done situation mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like having that series, like you said, tells a story mm-hmm. and yeah. goes off from just one piece and could kind of give life um, to
1: that bodiment of artwork mm-hmm. itself. Absolutely. And it's it's really satisfying for me personally to to, see like have a series of images that all tell a story and kind of like storyboard it and mm-hmm. like what order do they go in and do they even go in like how are you going to display them like how do you want to convey this message like and so that's just like something that's really fun for me I feel like I I'm bad at math but I have a mathematical brain and mm-hmm. I just love to see like very beautifully like organized mathematically sound Images. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so, it's all pa- yeah. part of that artistic mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. So, kudos to your brain. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Where can people find you and your artwork? Um, you can see my website at jillianmcmaster.com and my Instagram is at Jillian Abira mcmaster Beautiful, beautiful. I hope you folks
0: go ahead and find Jillian on the interwebs. Thank you, Jillian, for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. I deeply appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the YR's podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine Volante. Shout out to the producer, Robin Smith, director, Anthony Brock, and the YMCA for providing us with this platform. Have a great week and peace.